0: Being a professional isn't about the money you make, the position you hold, your level of expertise or fame. It's the motivation and the attitude you bring to your work, a desire for always learning and improving, and balancing your creative output with getting the business done. Welcome and join the Creating Pros. Hi, and welcome back to Creating Pros. I'm your host, Jim Nettles. You know, there's an old saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. And sometimes with this old dog, uh, yeah, you can't teach me anything. But, you know, and we have a chihuahua mix and we have a hard enough time getting her to do anything she wants to. And she's a puppy. But, you know, what about all of us? Right. Learning is critical to everything that we do. It starts at, you know, from the moment we're born to pretty much the moment we die. We're learning something all the time. We're being exposed to new ideas, new thoughts, new technologies. And, you know, if you're looking and you're here joining me here, hopefully you're trying to get something out of this, right? How do we learn? How do we approach gaining new knowledge? How do we approach integrating that information into everyday life or into creativity into business, all the different things that we do? You know, this weekend, I'm kicking off a a cohort of the business creatives class I do. It's the business planning piece. You know, I've got people of all ages. You know, I've done workshops with everything from kids and teenagers up to people in their 90s that are working on their first creative projects. And it's always fascinating to me to look at how we learn. I come from a long line of teachers, educators, and, you know, even going back to the earliest days of school. I mean, we all frequently think about when we use the word learning learning. You know, sitting in a classroom with really uncomfortable wooden desks, or maybe if you're dealing with things in a more modern environment, you're, you know, you're sitting there listening to a lecture, something going on on the whiteboard, something going on with a projector up on a screen, and somebody's lecturing at you with a bunch of slides. Really, modern day education is in so many ways, still the same thing we've been doing for the last 150 years. But one of the things that we do know is that really we all learn differently. There's things that work effectively for some of us that don't for others. You know, but learning really is one of the most important things. Learning and experience. You know, learning really means learning to look at or taking that step to look at things differently. Yeah, you know, to add to your understanding of something. It's building a new skill, finding a new way to use your talents. It's a way of helping ourselves in the people we care about, right? Sometimes learning is simply just purely for our own edification. Sometimes it's part of our job, our career. Sometimes it is to to give ourselves a new thing to do, right? Um, you know, we, we all know that there's a lot of benefits to learning. You know, it can ins- improve and inspire our creativity. Uh, it helps our brain health and our cognitive capabilities. You know, throughout life, it gives us opportunities, right? Because frequently opportunities come because of knowledge we have, experience we have. You know, most importantly, learning can be a huge boost to our physical, mental health. It can reduce our stress levels, um, help with burnout, help motivate us, help stimulate us, and ultimately lead to a much happier life. And so why don't we do it any you know more than we do? I mean, for a lot of us, the of learning still has that feeling of let me go sit in the old school room and sit in the uncomfortable chair. You know? So when we do that, one of the things that we remember for a lot of us, we hated school, right? It wasn't necessarily the most effective way for us to learn. A lot of the time it was boring. And, you know, if it was something that for me interested me, stimulated me, I wanted to move faster. I wanted to move deeper. And you couldn't because you were or working as a part of the group and if it was something that I wasn't entirely getting and understanding or something that was boring I may be moving behind and there was no way to make sure you caught up other than to put in the extra work you know everything just kind of keeps moving fundamentally the act of learning is work but it doesn't have to be work that we don't enjoy right One of the things is that the more work that we do, that we enjoy, that is rewarding to us, the more beneficial it becomes. If I'm trying to study something that I don't like, that I hate to do, maybe it's part of our jobs, maybe it's part of running the business that you just don't like. I mean, for a lot of people, hate accounting, hate the financials, hate the numbers. But we still need to know how that, that works, right? Because if we're running a business and we don't know how the numbers are, we're not running a business for a period, so it really is one of those things that learning ultimately part of the inherent nature of learning and education is frustration, and it's one of the things that stops us sometimes from deciding to go learn something new. Is we know we've been frustrated about something in the past, or something took a lot more effort than we thought it should. We just so we just sort of inherently over time. Stop learning. We stop doing the things that help us grow. So we have to go push through those things. You know, I love research. I, you know, it's part of being a writer is being able to go dive down a rabbit hole, find ways to pull it and use it in a story. Uh, sometimes it's generating an article, whatever the case may be. You know, doing shows that I do, the amount of media research is always a part of this because. You've got to stay current with what's happening in technology and business and all these sorts of places. So research and learning is a part of the entirety of my life, the entirety of my career. And so sometimes I'm doing things out of necessity and sometimes it's out of curiosity. Sometimes it's just literally for having stumbled across something somewhere or been pulled across it, right? So how can we learn to learn better? How can we enjoy more of the act of learning? Because again, not all the time is going to be fun. Sometimes it really is that getting in and studying and putting your hands on it. Well, part of it becomes deciding and understanding how do you learn, how does your reward system work, how do you, how do you ultimately. Get that mental and, you know, that biological chemical reward that says, oh, I've accomplished something. I've completed something. I've done something. Learning can feed and stimulate that just like anything else. You know, now what works for me won't necessarily work for you. um, And, you know, don't expect to necessarily get the same mileage out of it. This is a, a process of learning how to learn and learning how you learn is a process. It's a step. But for me, one of the first things I will usually do is, if there's something I need to learn or I want to learn, it's just to dive in, you know, dive in the deep end, take a look and see, what do I know? What feels familiar? What looks familiar? What might I have experienced before? And over time, you you build up this collection of knowledge and experience. So if you're younger or you're touching on something you've never done before, Jumping in the deep end, obviously, is one of those things that you're not going to necessarily have a whole lot to grab onto. And as long as what you're doing is not necessarily starting to learn to play with electricity or you know cliff diving, most of the time it's actually fairly safe and fairly harmless, right? So think about you want to dive in the deep end to write your first book or to do a piece of art or something like that. The expectation is you are going to screw it up. Dive in the deep end. Just Get a hold of it. And this is one of those things that I frequently do is I'll look and go, okay, well, this has got to work somehow. Let me go figure it out. And for me, the way I learn is figuring it out by doing it and often by screwing it up the first few times. Now, read the directions is a last resort, of course, but just by the act of sitting down and doing something, you know, playing with an idea, a notion sitting down and picking up a kit. For so many things, there are easy ways just to get in to figure out if you like something or not. And that is often that first step of learning. Now, granted, diving in the deep end, it can be a frustrating way of learning, right? Uh, You know, I've been known to go and bang my head against the wall for a long while before I went and said, okay, I've got to find somebody who can help or tell me what I'm doing wrong. Give me another look, give me another view. But once I get an understanding of it, usually I retain it pretty well, um, and it, you know, it goes back in the repository somewhere, and the the you know the little librarian I have in my head goes and files it away until I need it again. You know, and depending on what it is, depending on what I'm trying to study, what I'm trying to do, um, it's all about what am I getting out of it right now? Like with anything else. As you're trying to decide how to approach the learning, because if I'm doing something physical, like I'm trying to learn, um, you know, maybe I'm working on something for a new sport. I'm trying to learn how to coach people and some of the things that I do. Often I'm still learning because I'm learning new mechanics. I'm learning new rules and things like that. You may need to use more discretion than if I am sitting down. And I'm like, oh, OK, I want to try to learn a new technique in the use of language, something new with writing, something along those lines. Now, for all of us again, one of the things that that is likely to happen is at some point we're gonna get frustrated. And when that kicks in, you probably are gonna even feel compelled to quit sometimes. Yeah, that is really the point where you know whether or not it's something you wanna do or not. Frustration and that urge to just quit and walk away it's one of those things that we all are going to face it sometimes. You know, sometimes it may be because, you know, maybe friends and family or other people are watching. You may get embarrassed. You might be afraid someone will see you doing something really badly. Um, and, you know, for example, if you're trying to learn to garden and you wind up killing your entire garden the first time, or you have written a story that you're sharing with somebody or a piece of art, there's a lot of things here where this is subjective. You know, what works and what doesn't. If I'm killing my garden, that probably tells me it didn't work. But if it is story, something like that I can fix, well, then I've got experience that's come from that and I've gotten feedback. Now, none of us really likes negative feedback or rejection, right? But this is also part of the learning process. You know, we if we are truly learning, often we're going to fail at it until we succeed. And this is one of the things that's important. You know, we all feel kind of that nervousness that you know people might ridicule us, laugh at us. You know that we are trying to do something and learn something. And people just think we're we're being foolish. Well, that really tells you just as much about their own fears and what's holding them back than the fact that they may be ridiculing you. Because often, if you're the one that's out there trying to push forward, trying to do something new, trying to discover something, trying to, you know, learn something, often the fun things are things that are a bit different, a bit odd, something that, you know, generally people don't do, or it's that thing that you just want to dive into, but it's an interest that's yours and nobody else in your circle. Well, this tells us a lot more about the circle of people around you when they kind of poke fun, when they ridicule you, when they look and say, do you know what you're even doing? Well, the answer is no, because I'm learning. The act of learning is inherently tied to that notion of, no, I have no idea what I'm doing. That's why I'm trying to figure it out. And this ridicule that we get, or maybe the friends poking fun at us, family going and saying, why are you wasting your time with that? Tells you more about them than it does yourself. Because this is about their fears. The fact that they may or may not be pursuing their own interests, or maybe that they are, and they're feeling frustrated with what they're trying to do and in a backwards way. They're trying to save you from that frustration they're trying to save you from that fear well often that notion of trying to save others is about trying to save ourselves so for the most part unless somebody's providing something that's constructive feedback hey would you like help with that hey do you, you know i know somebody that can help teach you something about this generally if it's somebody just coming and poking fun at you I tend to ignore it because, again, most of the time I'm going to regard that as being them, their own fears, their own issues. So, again, their opinions really don't matter that much of the time. You know, unless you've decided to do something like, you know, nude performance art standing in the middle of the park, uh, nobody's really going to ultimately care that you've made a little bit of a fool out of yourself or that you have not succeeded the first 20 times you're trying to paint a watercolor right? It's that notion that as long as what you're doing doesn't hurt anyone, especially yourself, keep doing it, keep trying it, keep experimenting. Now, learning to love and embrace that fear, that potential failure, you know, rejection, the fact that some people just aren't going to appreciate no matter what it is you're doing. Some people aren't going to agree with you no matter what you're doing. You know, learning to embrace the fear, the frustration, all of those kinds of things are the tools that help us push through. They're the things that help us push to the next step of learning. It's the tools that let us understand that, yes, I may not have gotten this yet, but I can and I will. You know, it's these are the things that help us grow. These are the things that help us to learn to bring those new experiences into life. Um, you know, learning isn't as much about success as it is the journey to get you to that success. It's the scraped knees as you're trying to find your balance on a bicycle. It is um, all of the the drop passes when you're trying to play learn to play football. It's all the things that you see that don't work that lead you to that moment that does and the thing that works for you. So yeah, that moment that comes up when you're like telling yourself, I hate this. I don't know why I'm trying to do this. This is this is just something I can't get it. I'm not getting it. Often that's the moment just before you hit that breakthrough. That is that moment of resistance. That's that moment where The mind is telling you, are you really sure you want to do this? Because once you gain knowledge, once you gain experience, it's something you can't lose. I mean, you can the techniques, the skills over time. But once you've gotten that knowledge, that understanding, it now becomes a part of yourself. And frustration and that resistance to learning often comes because we want to make sure this is something we want to make a part of ourselves. So with all of this in mind, you know, there's some kind of handy tips, ideas, things that you can use to experiment and build how you learn best and to make it improve. So the first thing I'm going to throw out there is, you know, just make it a habit, right? Make it a part of your everyday life. Accept that notion that you're always going to be learning, always be growing, even when it is painful. Often the most painful times are the ones that have the greatest value, even the greatest reward to them. And if you are working on certain things, that notion of time boxing, you hear me talk about time boxing a lot. For me, that works really well because if I don't time box things, they don't get done. That's personally, that's professionally, everything else. Time boxing and by me allocating blocks of time is how I get things done. Um, You know, over time, you'll learn and know how you learn best, right? Is it being self-taught, sitting and watching videos? Is it a mentor? Is it taking classes? Uh, Is it sitting down and just trying to dive in the deep end? You know, you'll learn what works best for you over time, which means you also have to experiment with different ways of learning. And so, yeah, that means you're going to spend time and go, yeah, this is not for me. This is not for me. This is the way that works best for me. But no matter what works best for you, It's critical to remember, you don't have to do it alone. You don't have to do it by yourself. You know, sometimes it will be a mentor. Sometimes it will be a friend that's just being supportive. Sometimes it's a group, a writer's group, an artist's group. Um, You know, the notion that people who've done more or that you can grow with, you get to learn from each other's mistakes. You get to learn from each other's successes. You get to go with each other's wins and support that. And you get to help cross-learn as each of you are doing different things. Now, another thing here is don't compare yourself to others, right? Just because you all may be taking a journey together doesn't mean you're all on the same journey. You're not necessarily on the same path. Sometimes you may be running in parallel and you're all walking along as a troop. Other times you may just be making that call to another friend who's on a sim- similar journey, maybe trying to learn the same thing, but their way of getting there is very different and very personal. Your journey is yours. So own it, make it yours and find out how best to make those others fit into it. And again, I will mo- you know, mention here, learn to love that frustration, learn to love the failures, because especially if you're doing it as part of a group, your failures are, are teaching you and they're teaching everyone else. Does it feel good? No, but when it those successes and those those real wins come across, those feel so much bigger. Now, going through this, and this may, may seem a little bit obvious, but document your journey. Take notes, take, um, you know, whether that's written, whether that's typed, whether that's even video, right? There's a lot of ways of documenting the journey. Well, it can sometimes be really beneficial to be able to look back a week, a month, a year, and see where you were then to where you are now. Um, you know, sometimes you need to go back to those notes to say, what was that idea I had? Or maybe something you thought was a failure wasn't. You just didn't recognize the growth for what it was at the time or the idea or the knowledge documenting that journey is really valuable. And it's one of those things that can help you grow and see your growth. It's part of that reward to see, oh, you know, a year ago, I, you know, I couldn't do X, but now maybe it's still kind of wonky. It may not be pretty, but I'm able to do things. You know, I blow glass not as much as I'd like to, but I mean, if I don't sit at the torch um, my stuff gets kind of wonky, but there's still a reward and, the pieces that I produce. And that kind of goes back to, to something else practice. Um, if you don't use certain knowledge and certain skills, they're going to get rusty. You're going to forget parts of them. There's things you're going to have to refresh and remind yourself on. Now, the notion that you have known something in the past, and sometimes this would be as you're learning something new, um, You've got experience, you've got knowledge, you've got things that you've been exposed to that you can leverage to help you grow your understanding of it. But also, if you have forgotten something, you haven't done it a long time, the knowledge is still there. You have to refresh it. But the more that you can practice it, the more you can integrate that knowledge into what you do every day, every week, every month, every year, the more it becomes a part of you. And if you are starting something brand new, you've never done something like this before, you can still leverage a lot of that knowledge that you already have, that experience you already have. Maybe it's just your knowledge and experience of how you learn. Other times, it may be that you are going to discover that there are talents and aspects that apply, cross apply between different hobbies, different disciplines, different jobs. So there's a lot of things that you can use and leverage once you understand how they work. Um, and one of the biggest things is this: knowledge is everywhere now. It is available pretty much to everyone. You know, it it's available. Some of it's paid, some of it's free. But you know, we've got everything from you know YouTube and social media to blogs to websites to. Of course, books, libraries are full of them. There are a ton of resources that are out there and available. So you can find those tools that will help you learn the way you learn. And so this, again, is an investment of time to figure out how best you learn and then find those tools that are going to work best for you. And so really, that's one of the biggest tips is spend time studying and learning how you best study and how you best learn. And that, again, comes from experience. Not every learning experience has to be sitting in the big, uncomfortable wooden chair. Not every learning experience has to be sitting in a lecture hall full of people that are half asleep as somebody drones on about something. Learn to love and enjoy the ride. Enjoy the journey. Have fun with it. Celebrate the frustrations because that way you can celebrate the wins even more. Until next week, this has been Creating Pros. Let me know what you've been learning. And we'll see you again next week.